strong toxic brother looking at the stuff from yesterday. All the drama, all the strategy and silliness from Theo to HOH. Every single season, you know he is the reason. You know what's happening. Rob said that he could do it. Tomorrow he will do it again. Hello, everyone, and good morning. Welcome to our live feed update for July 20th. I'm your host, Aaron Armstrong, and with me today, it's Liana. How are you doing, Liana? Uh, I'm just so grateful to be here. Like, it's really an undeniable feeling, and I can't wait to talk about all of this stuff. Uh, I am I'm very grateful as well. It's uh, it's it's a wonderful moment. It's a wonderful part of the season where uh, camp comeback is over and things are finally happening. Things are finally happening with all of the insanity of Cliff getting uh, blindsided, voted out, coming back in um, and now winning HOH. I mean, everybody is scrambling. There's a ton that's going on. I mean, a ton. So many conversations, so much gameplay and everything is reshuffling. And this is what I love about Big Brother. Yes. So we are here to talk about everything that happened yesterday on the Big Brother 21 live feeds. It was day 31 in the house and we still have our our reigning head of households, Sir Cliff Hogg. Uh, And he is going to be talking with a lot of people one on one throughout the day. In fact, uh, he's just going to be like you know, uh, camped up in his HOH room and uh, barely gets a uh, a second to himself as anytime some one person leaves, the the, the, the doorbell is just going to ring and another person is going to come in. Yeah, I mean, pretty much, especially right up until nominations, it was just Cliff one on one with so and so Cliff one on one with so and so. And it just, um, you know, was a lot of of him talking about what he's going to do, trying to get information from people. And then when those one on one conversations were done, the person talking to Cliff would run back down and then talk to everybody else in the house about what did Cliff tell you? What did he say? Do you know what he's doing? Do you know what he's planning? So that was sort of like the two dynamics, especially up until uh, until the nomination ceremony. Yes. So uh, so we're going to get a lot of that throughout the day. Now, remember, yesterday we talked about what what is Cliff's best move here? Um, and in my in my opinion, Cliff's best move was and, and still is uh, that he should put Christy and Tommy on the block uh, as those are the two who are most capable of getting back with the Sam, Nick and Bella group and reforming uh, some remnants of what, you know, what used to be there and, uh, and and put the house structure back in a bad place for Cliff, uh, not to mention the fact that if he is able to successfully get Christy um, out of the house this week, then her power is now gone and they don't have to worry about that either. Um, so that was what I was looking for uh, in the day. Um, and then also another big part of the day is is Christy's power and whether or not she is going to actually use it. Um, I kind of assumed that she just she would no matter what, because in my opinion, it's a no brainer uh, that, you know, Christie's power, it's not a it's not just a, a flat veto. We've talked about this. It only upgrades the existing veto. And that means a couple of things. It's not 
super great at just protecting yourself. Um, really, the only way that it protects you is if you have a majority vote already and there are two people from your alliance on the block, then one of your alliance members wins and you use it. And then if you are able to control who sits next to you and you have a majority vote, then you'll be able to keep yourself safe with the diamond power of veto. But with everything that's been happening, Christie's majority is faltering. And if she loses a number this week, she won't have a majority vote next week. So it's not going to save her in that particular event. So now the only way that it saves her uh, at all is if she is the target of a backdoor and she and somebody who won't put her up as a backdoor wins the veto and she uses the diamond power of veto and that person puts somebody other than Christy up. It's just a very, very specific use case. Like the, the, in my opinion, the diamond power of veto, it's this version of the diamond power of veto. Its use is to keep your majority or to keep yourself safe when you have a majority. And so I think she should use it. Absolutely. It's only good for two more weeks after this. Anyway, she should absolutely be using this in my opinion. Yeah. So there are a couple of things. One, this is like the longest terms and conditions sheet I think I've ever heard in terms of like what actually it does. I mean, because she, if she activates it and let's say she doesn't have it, she can be put up like let's say Sam wins the veto you know for some reason and takes person off he can put her up so that's what's absolutely insane about this um and then the other thing is that everyone in the house knows essentially about her power at least that she has it and maybe some details of what exactly it entails and when you have been so vocal and so open about this power and then talking about whether or not she's going to use it i mean you almost want to get rid of it like it's a liability at this point so um yeah i I also thought that that uh would be the case but um we'll see if she actually chooses to do it or not yeah, uh, because again, just like uh, assuming that she loses a person here, then going into next week, if the same situation happens where somebody outside of the six or what will be the five wins HOH and puts two of the five up on the block. And uh, let's say one of them is her. And let's say it's her and Tommy. Tommy wins the veto. She uses the diamond power of veto. Tommy is able to replace himself with Bella and then it's her versus Bella on the block but they still don't have the numbers to save Christy so she still needs to win the veto herself or have somebody that will use it on her anyway which would have kept her safe anyway and won't protect the other person on the block so it's completely useless once she doesn't have the majority vote except for again to keep herself from being backdoored but everybody knows she has the power so it's obvious that all you need to do is put her straight up on the block if you want to target her (laughs) if only you could have your version of cliff notes like your updates (laughs) in the house for cliff instead of vice versa then maybe you could give some advice but um i think what taryn is building towards (laughs) is that uh christy is not (laughs) one of the uh targets that cliff is talking about today um so i think we can start to go through everything yes so uh so that's that i think i think that's a necessary setup for uh for what's to come here um because cliff is going to talk start talking with people and uh he is going to first talk with nick in a, in a brief conversation and basically lets nick know and he's going to give the same spiel to pretty much everyone he talks to um he is going to say hey uh look 
I it's I have my 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 personal feelings are conflicting with my rational thoughts and I see six numbers over here and three numbers over here and these six want me to target these three but that just unfortunately does not make sense so I have to go ahead and target one of the six to even out the numbers a little bit even though I'm not particularly fond of Nick and Bella um, and he's not going to say that to Nick and Bella he's going to leave that part out when he talks to them but he will tell it to everyone else um, and so that's his big spiel and then he also says you know I'm not here to keep myself safe for another couple of weeks. I'm here to, you know, try to do my best to make it far in this game. I'm not just going to, you know, tremble and do what the big alliance wants me to do so that they don't target me for one or two more weeks. I'm going to take my shot. And that's what he wants to do. And Nick likes to hear that. That's what Nick was saying last night. He says, I'm going to take them down with me if I can. And so Nick is excited about this. Cliff tells Nick, you are safe. You are not going to be targeted by me, at least this week. And uh, one of those six has to go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. Cliff is, I mean, pretty clear that he is going to take a shot at the six. It's then just a matter of figuring out who exactly is going to be on the block. And Jack is the one who really is the main target for Cliff. And then he sort of spends some time trying to figure out then who that other person is going to be. And so like we, he talks to Nick about the fact that Jack would be his target. And so he does bring that up. So we do know um, at least that Jack seems to be one of the people um, that Cliff wants to target out of the six. Yes. And so, you know, what he had been talking about the night before about potentially Jack and Tommy or Jack and Sis, that's definitely going to be his starting point here. He is still thinking about Christy um, and he'll talk to Sam next. Uh, And one of the things he talks to Sam about is that, you know, if he if Christy didn't have the power, then maybe that would be one thing. But he's a little wary of putting Christy on the block because she has the power. Um and uh, and Sam is going to re- really reinforce that by essentially saying, yeah, let's not touch Christy. Uh, I think that we can work with Christy, Sam says. Uh, I think that if you leave Christy alone, then we can pull her in. We can we can work with her and Tommy. And therefore, I he, he kind of pushes that, you know, Tommy probably isn't the best pawn to sit next to Jack either, because uh, if you don't touch Tommy, then that will help us bring Christy and Tommy in. Sam, we're going to learn really, really trusts Christy. Um, and uh, he really wants to work with Christy and Tommy, which is exactly why I think they should be the nominees. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Tommy and Christy are really just in the middle of everything. And even Cliff later in the day says, oh, I, you know, he has conversations with Christy and Tommy. I'm sure we'll get to it. But uh, talking about how much he likes them also. So, you know, like you, they are very clearly in the middle. And it's actually interesting because Sam t- in this conversation talks about, oh, I'm pretty sure Christy is just playing Jack. Like she doesn't actually want to work with him. She's just playing him. <laughs> Ooh, not exactly the case. Um, it's but been the it tune definitely she's singing all season long. Is that is oh Jack? I from week one. Remember, she mm-hmm. had so many Jack bashing sessions, and so Sam feels like this is very real. That uh, that you know she's been wanting to take the shot for a while, so she'll be on board with this and she'll work with us. That's what Nick and Bella and Sam have wanted for a long time, um, and so Sam is really going to be pushing for this uh, all day long, and I. I think he will continue to push for it as the days continue um unless unless the uh, the diamond power veto works out as we'll talk about mm-hmm. so 
Um, Sam pushes for Cliff to nominate Jack and Jackson uh, because Cliff, if he's not going to do Tommy, his other option was he was thinking Jack and Sis. But his problem with that is that he doesn't want the house to flip on Sis. He feels like that's a bit of a waste of a shot there. And he wants to make sure he takes out somebody important enough. Uh, And Sis is just not important enough, uh, unfortunately for us. Um, And so... Uh, Sam is going to push Jack and Jackson. Cliff doesn't really want to do that either because he wouldn't like to see Jackson go home either. And he kind of was like, you know, I, I'd like to leave Jackson and Holly alone if I can. But it is something that he starts to consider as he uh, talks to more people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, it's interesting because he doesn't want Jackson to go home. Uh, he doesn't want Sis to go home. He doesn't like uh, you are starting to run out of options, buddy. Like either you have to take a shot at two people um, or you have to be willing to put someone up as a pawn. I think he maybe would have gone with Tommy or Christy as a pawn, except that he's having Sam in his ear telling him, no, no, no. Like we we really want to work with uh, Tommy and Christy like they they would be willing to work with us. They'll definitely go against Jack. And so because Cliff has that sort of voice in his ear, I think that that is really influencing him away from Tommy or Christy going up. Yes. So then Cliff is going to talk to Bella and luckily this is and this is such a weird I had a weird time yesterday because um Bella and Nick were like one of the few voices of reason in the day. <laughs> and I occasionally found myself like, yeah, go Nick and Bell. What? No, no. Wait a minute. <laughs> What's happening? I know. I know. It was very bizarre. Like there. What is happening now? <laughs> yeah, because Bella is going to be in this conversation and she's going to say, Cliff, don't trust Christy. No, Christy is not trustworthy. She burned us. She is she is uh, terrible. We need to go after her. I'm going after Christy. If you don't go after Christy and I'm just like, oh, she knows she's why doesn't Sam know Um, she would nominate Jack and Christy if she had the ability. Yeah, although to be fair, you know, Bella says so many different things. And so just because if, you know, it's like what uh, a stopped clock is right two times a day. I don't know if that's a right analogy. Where's Puya? I need his help. Anyway, so uh, like she is talking about how, you know, like uh, Christy is definitely not to be trusted. Like, it's not worth it to go after the couples like at this point because Christy is much more dangerous. Um, and then, you know, of course, like reassuring Cliff that he's fine. You can work with us, you know, like everything is going to be okay. If you stay with us, like those are the people that you have to go off, uh, go after. So mm-hmm. yeah, she tried. Yes, she does try. Um, so, you know, as, as we talked about before, as Cliff is talking with people, there's panic downstairs. There's lots of talk about, you know, oh, you know, what what is he going to do? Is he going to, uh, Christy's, oh, he's putting me up. He's he's putting me up, definitely. Def- uh, the universe told me. <laughs> Brussels sprouts, Brussels sprouts, definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely putting me up. Um, yeah, I mean, of course. Like, of course, that's what she's going to say. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then we're going to get uh, an HOH lockdown. Please report to the HOH room for lockdown. They're like, whoa. What? We haven't had a chance to talk to Cliff because Cliff got called to the diary room and like very few people had talked to him. And they're like, no, no. And they're like, this is what happened last time. 
Nick got called in at like noon and they're like, no, 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 we haven't talked to Cliff. That's not fair. That's not fair. Um, it's like, you had all night last night. Uh, so they're freaking out, but then they get called to the HOH for lockdown. And that is because it's time to introduce have nots. Yay. <laughs> Uh, yes very very exciting um have not slop although the have not room looks really comfortable so like i that doesn't really make any sense the have not room Uh, is the camp comeback room yeah oh yeah yeah no change but i it seems like the beds are even more comfortable though than the camp comeback beds so i'm not like entirely sure what that was all about um but yes yes and uh and of course you know, I think the only reason anybody even cared about have nots at all was because they wanted to see Jackson as a have not. And uh, and Jackson is absolutely the kind of person when uh, when people ask for volunteers. Jackson's like, oh, yeah, I'll take one for the team. Yeah, of course. Ugh, he's such a martyr. Uh, a regular Robin Hood uh, in the game of Big Brother. And yeah, so actually, I think everybody apparently volunteered yes. or most people volunteered. Um, but we are we are truly blessed to have Jackson as one of our have nots. It yeah. is a great day. I believe it's Jackson, Kat, um, Tommy Tom- and Christy. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I have too. Yeah, it was so fun to come back and see Jackson going over all of the calorie and nutritional information and slop. And I was like, oh. Does this mean he's a have not? <laughs> and yes, my my dreams were answered. So uh, he is later in the day. So this is just uh, basically, you know, six to eight hours in. Um, I was hearing Jackson uh, having a conversation in the bathroom with um, it might have been Nicole or it might have been Kat or Holly. I don't remember now. Uh, I, I might have been Nicole, actually. And he was like, oh, yeah, you know. You know, you go through hardships in life and, you know, eventually someday you you look back and you're like, oh, I'm glad that that happened. Like maybe even just like 50 years from now, I'll probably look back and be like, I'm so glad I was there. And, and you know, they're the real, real, you know, tough things that you that you deal with and they make you a better person. I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. You know, I walked wow. into that pantry and. I see all that food and I'm just like, oh, I want to see, I, I see a, th- a big thing of grapes in the refrigerator. Do you know how much I love grapes and watermelon? And do you know, like you guys got Raisin Bran Crunch this week? I have wanted Raisin Bran Crunch all season long and they haven't had it since week one. And now all of a sudden y'all have Raisin Bran Crunch and it's just, it's hard. It's hard. I'm not going to lie. It's this is something it may take me 50 years to get over this, but someday I will be a stronger person for it. But man, this is hard. I mean, my heart really does just break for him. What hardships he has to endure in this household. I like to think that production was messing with him on purpose by including like super expensive fancy fish, you know, the the cereal that of course he wanted the whole time. Um, I would love to think that that was on purpose. Uh, but I mean, it's really just breaking his heart. Yeah. So you're getting what you want from, from a Jackson have not situation. Uh, so back to the game sis is going to get her chance to talk with cliff after she was like but it's not fair i didn't get to talk to cliff um she goes and she talks to cliff this actually was a good conversation 
she talks to him about like you know all of them typical stuff Cliff doesn't want her to be targeted she appreciates that um, they talk about like uh, they like each other and they don't want to see each other targeted blah 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 uh, after this conversation Cliff is not going to really be talking about Sis as a potential nominee as much he feels good enough about it uh, he feels like why rock this boat he doesn't want her to be targeted anyway uh, Sis mostly off the table at this point Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, Cliff is pretty much straight up and like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but I'm not targeting you. Um, you know, we'll see how it goes. So he leaves it a little bit open, but like, really, you don't hear him talk about her after this conversation. Um, there was one thing, a conversation between Cliff and Jack that was earlier in the day that I scrolled past in my notes that I need to mention because Jack uh, said some line about when it comes to morality and then like goes into how Nick and Bella are awful. And I had to mention that. So uh, mm. now we may continue because yes. Jack works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He did have a, he had a conversation with Jack. It, um, it didn't go really anywhere. Yeah. Uh, but, it's like not important to the storyline, yeah. which I'm sure is why you didn't bring it up, but it was just a lot of like Jack being like, Oh, I respect your game. I just respect you so much. I just it, so much yeah. respect for you. And I stand by your decision because I respect you. Very like, typical Jack. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> um, so, uh, so Cliff then talks to Tommy and he wants to know from Tommy, Hey, if I, if I keep you and, and, uh, and Christy safe this week, you know, am I, am I going to see a return on that investment? Like, am I, is that going to be enough? Are we going to be cool? Uh, Tommy, of course is like, Oh yeah, of course. You know, that conversation we had before the HOH still stands. I absolutely would love to work with you. I'm obsessed with you. You're the greatest. Um, you know, I think that, that we can really be good together and, uh, and yeah, you should definitely not put me on the block. <laughs> Yeah, like, of course. What do you think he's going to say? I mean, Cliff is coming from a position of power where he could easily put Tommy and Christy up on the block. Of course, Tommy is going to be like, of course, totally understand. Totally, totally understand. Like, not targeting you. Uh, like, this is, we we are definitely going to work together in the future. So, you know, it's hard because as if you're in Cliff's position and you're trying to make this kind of deal, like, uh, like, of course, Tommy is going to tell you what you want to hear. So I can't really fault him for that because I'm not exactly sure how he would go about it. But um, but yeah, of course, Tommy is going to say, like, uh, you're fine. We, uh, you know, definitely want to work with you. Yeah, it's it's interesting to watch Tommy here. Uh, it, it makes me think of and, and I want to be very clear. I am not comparing anybody's game to anybody else's game in this comparison. It's the situation that I found similar uh, and interesting. It's, it reminded me of, like, what if Donnie won an HOH in Big Brother 16? Like, how does Derek deal with that? Uh, because Donnie was one of the, like, basically the only person in the house willing to actually do something about the current state of the house. And I feel like the same is true of Cliff in this particular instance. And Cliff we got we got lucky and we got the cliff win and and now we're seeing uh like how how tommy has to who who was the person in the best position before this now how does he deal with you know what looked like would have been a big steamroll toward the finish where tommy wins to now all of a sudden uh he's kind of in trouble and how does he deal with that adversity and so far not dealing with it super well. Now, his position was so good, as we see, that he is protected by a lot of different people. And uh, both him and Christy uh, are, are, 
you know, eventually kept off the block and he is not going to be targeted and he's still probably not going to be targeted even going into next week or even the next couple of weeks. So positional positionally, uh, his super strong position from before is keeping him safe, but he has been so used to getting his own way that he's lost a little bit of what got him to that good position in the first place. I think he got Mm -hmm. a little too in his own head and now he is, uh, he is floundering a little bit. Um, And so I'm very curious to see where that goes from here because he still has a lot of room left in the game because of that great position he was in. Um, And I'm curious to see where, uh, where he, what he does with that room. Yeah, I mean, so he is absolutely kind of you you can see him freaking out. I mean, he has gone from being in such a well insulated safe position to potentially going up on the block this week. Um, And I think what he doesn't realize is that now it's time to pivot. This is the time to take advantage of the other social relationships that you have in the house and you have to be willing to reshuffle. And uh, he is been all about you know behind cliff's back obviously about trying to keep the the grateful together um which makes absolutely no sense in this moment um and he's having a hard time i think he's getting lost reading other people and really putting himself in other people's shoes and understanding oh how do nick and bella feel in this moment because he feels like he can still pull them in and eventually target cliff and sam instead of thinking about okay I need to take stock of my current position in the game. I need to take stock of my current relationships. Think about how other people view me now and of how the, the house is reshuffling and then move forward from that. Um, and so I think there's a little bit of like pulling back into his comfort zone of no, no, no. Grateful was working. Grateful was great. Um, and trying to bring that back and rekindle that feeling. So, um, yeah, today was not a great day for Tommy overall, I think. Um, but uh, I, I think maybe once he has the ability to calm down or if you can get past this week, like you said, there's I mean, there's 60 something days left in the house. So he, we've got a long way to go. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he just spent a month in a killer in in a completely he is the front runner everything is working out he is perfectly primed to move forward there are three months in the big brother game he spent the entire first month looking like everything is perfectly set up and nothing can stop us and then cliff hogg shows up to the party and now he's like "Mm, come on just one cliff hoh is enough to ruin my entire plan surely surely we can get back on track um and uh we'll we'll we'll, you know we'll talk a little bit more about whether or not that's possible i guess once uh once they get into that but um but yes he's he's definitely floundering a little bit and he's struggling and he is uh he's trying to uh find his way through this week um he certainly will i imagine survive the week and will probably again be around for a little while after but uh but right now he is he's looking for a new home um and he's he's trying to he's trying to turn the new home into the old home yeah (laughs) not 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 good (laughs) well uh cliff is going to um say that uh, uh cliff is after his talk with tommy also now going to start to veer away from talking about Tommy as a pawn. Um, it, it's it's a lot now. It's it's Jack and Tommy. Um, he's going to quickly talk to Christy and give her the same thing again. You know, nothing personal. It's numbers. Uh, personal is this way. Rational is this way. I have to go with rational and I hope that we can work together if I protect you and Tommy and so on and so forth. And so then he talks to Sam and he lets Sam know, okay, I'm thinking Jack and Jackson should be the picks here. 
Yeah. Sam's like, yay. <laughs> the idea I floated this morning stuck. Yeah. Sam um, is going to be like, ha I did it. Did it. What a mastermind. Um, yeah. I mean, the thing is, is that Cliff does recognize like it's a, it's a numbers game. These are the two I'm going to settle on because he is wants to take a big shot and he's talking about how he can't be nervous about what's going to happen in the future. Um, but I think there is a little bit of him that's trying to look towards the future in terms of making the connections with Tommy and Christy, whether or not that's a good move or not. Uh, not uh, That's not necessarily true. Uh, but yeah, that's definitely what he's thinking of. And, and like you said earlier, it's just in terms of numbers and he keeps using the term this week was strange bedfellows. So that's what Nick and Bella are, the, the strange bedfellows. He may not re- like respect the games that they're playing, uh, but he understands how numbers work. I mean, he is an engineer. So uh, he can put two and two together and understand that, yes, he's going to target the six. And of the six, Jack and Jackson are the two he's thinking about putting out. Yes. Uh, and so Sam loves that. Obviously, he thinks they can get Tommy and Christy on board and they can get rid of Jack this week. And uh, bonus is that if Jackson has a power, then this will hopefully flush out Jackson or Jack's power. Um, so everything's looking great. Everything's going to be fine. Um, Sam is going to go talk to Christy and uh, he's going to say, you know, we're good. Uh, you know, everything's fine. I, I work some magic. We're going to be working together. Everything's going to be great. And she tells him like, yeah, I'm not going to use my power. So, screw that. I'm not, I'm not wasting my power on, uh, on my, on this, this dumb alliance. I, I hate Jack. You know that we've been talking about it for a while and, uh, you know, we trust each other so much. Christy talks so much so much so the two conversations between cliff tommy cliff christy tommy comes in and says do you have any questions for me and like let's cliff talk christy just talks and just talks and talks and talks and one of the byproducts of talking 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 is you have to say things when you talk and sometimes you say things that maybe you shouldn't say or just like it's like every single passing thought that floats through her brain gets emitted somewhere to somebody in the house. Completely. It, You're so right. And it, it was Christy does. Oh, so right. Yes. You're so right. So right. I, you're so, so right. right to think that, Liana. Continue. Sorry. I, you're just so right. I just wanted to say that you're so right about that. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for talking. It's so much. It's so much. And yeah, so, of course it's so much. I mean, I would, I would totally understand why it's so much. I mean, you're completely right in thinking it's so much, Liana. Oh my gosh. I don't know how people, people like her in the house though. And people seem to, yeah, think I don't that know what's up with that. I don't know why people like her so much. It's such a weird thing that people do. I, I just don't know. I mean, you're completely right in thinking that, that people like her, but it's, it's definitely, you're also right that it's weird. That's right. I can't, I can't even do this. It's so hard to have a conversation. I can't do it either. I, I completely understand. Right. It's really difficult. It's yeah. a really hard thing to do. Oh my gosh, Taryn. Uh, I'm so grateful. I respect you so much. I just have so much respect for you, bro. You know what? I have a lot of respect for you as well. And I hope that I think that we can really work together. It seems like we're really in sync. <sighs> all right all right <laughs> that bit is done anyway so she talks about yes she's not gonna use it now all of a sudden we learn okay christy might not use it although she there's no details just what if i make it two more weeks and then they cut me like i'm i'm not gonna use it i'm playing my game blah 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 that's christy yes that's, that's christy <laughs> So, so Sam feels very, very comfortable with Christy. Sam is going to have a conversation with Christy uh, a little bit later in the day, but we'll just, uh, I like to consolidate sometimes. Uh, and so he has a conversation with Christy where he's like, Hey, 
were you in any alliances that I'm not aware of? And Christy's like, uh-oh, alliances. Uh, well, like, you know, me, me and Tommy. Uh, well, yeah, but, you know, like uh, like an alliance, like a, like a big alliance. She's like, uh, I mean, Tommy, me, Jack, Sis, Jackson, Holly, like the six. Uh, and he's like, like, is there a name? She's like, for the six? And she's like, she's about to just, like, pop this whole thing wide open. Uh, and he goes, no, the eight. She's like, oh, grateful. Yeah, no, you knew about grateful. I mean, this is grateful. It's like, no. Oh, so close. Yeah. <laughs> and then also, like, oh, well, she was saying, well, you know, Jack and Jackson and Sis and Holly, they, well, they assume that me and Tommy are with them, you know, mm-hmm. like, it'd be stupid for me to really go along with that, you know, blah, blah, blah. I know blah. I'm She's on like, the bottom of that yeah. thing. And, so yeah. I'm, I'm aware. Like, I'm aware. Don't worry. I'm not, I'm with them. I'm not with them. So it's okay. <laughs> Yes. All right. So then Sam is going to talk to Nick and Bella and he tells them what the nomination plans are. And they're all very pleased. They're all very excited. This is great. Sam is trying to figure out like how to force the situation so that Jack is the one to leave in case anybody doesn't want Jack to leave. Um, and then, then Sam goes, ah, this is perfect. Here we go. We get Jack out and then everything is back to smooth sailing. We can take out Cliff next week and we're back to back to where we were. Nick and Bella are just like, no, 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 Sam. No, that's not how that works. This is like reliving the glory days. Like, it's OK. We'll be able to just go right back on track. Just Jack is the real problem. Um, get yeah, rid of Jack. And then it's then it's actually grateful again. So we yeah, got it made. Eight, right? Um, yeah, that was like what, Sam? No, come on, buddy. Um, so at least like Nick and Bella are thinking, no, like we have to take the minority, the people who are on the outside. We have to make it the majority. Like this needs to be our new team. Talking about reshuffling and restructuring. Um, so thankfully, at least someone said it in the house because I was a little worried that you know the minority was still going to be scattered and we were going to see stuff like this where Sam was just going to for one week dealing with you know Cliff as the HOH and then go right back so it was nice to at least have I can't believe I'm saying this Sam or uh, Nick and Bella as the voice of reason. Their anger and hate is is finally directing them on the correct path. This time, for apparently. Now. Yeah. Uh, so, despite that, Sam will be. Oh, oh, you're right. You're right. That makes that makes sense. But I mean, we should be working with Christy and Tommy. Uh, you know, the, we should be getting back with them. Flaming Five. You know, uh, like let's. That we need to be working with them. We can trust them. We especially Christy. We can trust her. Um, you know, we can make this happen. And that's they're a little bit just kind of like uh, agree to disagree on that for now. <laughs> yeah, there are bigger fish to fry, I suppose, at the moment than to worry about this. Although this is what happens. You need to start putting things into motion now to set yourself up for what would happen in the future, because then you're just always constantly going to be scrambling. Um, but, you know, hopefully that will happen over the course of this week. Yes. Now we are going to take a quick break for our sponsors and we'll be right back. And we're back. So let's get back to the show. So Cliff is going to talk to Jackson as well. Jackson lets Cliff know that Ovi had the first 
power. Um, he says that Ovi sat him down prior to uh, to the camp comeback competition and let him know that he wanted to t- uh, he wanted Jackson to tell Cliff that he had the power. He told Jackson and Jack about it um, and he didn't tell Cliff because he wanted uh, to protect it. The, the, the logic there is a little off, but um, but basically just like, sorry, bro, I had the power uh, and didn't work out. Um, and so now Cliff knows about the fact that Ovi had the power and he knows that Nicole or Bella or whoever do, do not have the power. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, so that piece of information happened. Also, Jackson let Cliff know how much he respects him yes. and respects his game. Um, and then also, you know, I can't remember if he talked in this point about volunteering, but like we've talked about, he volunteered to um, go up on the block. Um, and uh, and the phrase that he kept using yesterday was, I'd rather die on my feet than live on my knees. <laughs> Which just... It feels so perfect for Jackson. Of, of course, I wouldn't be surprised if he had it tattooed on himself somewhere, but um, he'd rather, yes, die on his feet than live on his knees. Yeah, uh, there are there are a few people in the house that I, I feel like their age really shows. Uh, Jackson is one of those people, um, you know, just like every once in a while. In fact, pretty often you really just, oh, yeah, he's. It's pretty young. Uh, same thing with Bella, where it's like, oh, yeah, she's, she's really young here. It's uh, not not very world weary yet. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And very much speaking in absolutes about mm-hmm. everything like, it, oh, it has to be this way. It's everything so is a philosophical statement. Yes. Uh, oh, my gosh. I can just I was going to say he'd have it on his MySpace page, but then yeah. I'm realizing <laughs> that I think he's too young. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. so uh he yes he talks to he talks to cliff uh cliff says he doesn't want jackson to go home this week but if he did go up on the block it would be of course just as a pawn um and you know this kind of makes sense because jackson did volunteer to be a pawn he was hoping that he would be a pawn next to jack uh next to nick um but things don't always work out jackson sometimes you have to go through hardships and then later on you'll appreciate them for what they are that's right. Being on the block, um, the not being able to eat the food, the watermelon just staring him right in the face. <sighs> True hardships in life. Oh man, so hard. So so hard. He's later going to find out that the live feeds don't cut away when he's hooking up with Holly. Another <laughs> hardship. That was so good. This is like really late. And Kat breaks the news that uh, the feeds don't cut away. And there are videos of people having sex on the live feeds. And Jackson is just like, what? And then completely silent, gets up. Tommy's like, are you are you upset? <laughs> and then he's, no, I'm just getting something to put under the bed. <laughs> okay, Jackson, you're very upset in this moment. It's very obvious. Yeah. <laughs> been a hard, it was a hard day. It was a really hard day for Jackson. Hard day for Jackson. It's just going to add to his character, though, so don't worry about it. That's right. It's character building. <laughs> Cliff is going to talk to Nicole. He's going to have a couple conversations with Nicole. Um, but in general, what they amounted to was that uh, Cliff is taking a shot at the six. He hopes that she understands because he knows what happened between her and Nick and Bella. And he appreciates that that 
is a difficult situation for her and he would love to retaliate for her. He does not agree with how she was treated and he, he, he does not respect Nick or Bella. Uh, he does not respect their games and doesn't want to work with them. But numbers wise, it just it doesn't make sense for him to do the six's dirty work. And Nicole says, I completely understand. I think you are right. I think that you are doing the right thing. Um, and uh, and she says, you know, I've even I've you know, I've talked it through with Nick. Nick and Nicole have mostly, you know, mended those fences. Um, Bella, not quite as much, unsurprisingly. Um, in general, now that Nick and Bella know that the six were working against them, they have finally come to realize that uh, Nicole was still a liar and pinned them against uh, the six, and it was all Nicole's fault. But also then separately, the six were actually against them, and they can't just admit that Nicole was right and they treated her poorly. Yeah, I mean, of course not. We we were wrong. <laughs> no, not that. Uh, we're just going to continue to move forward with two things that uh, don't seem to be compatible with one another, but that's fine. Um, yeah, I, I mean, I think it, it all goes back to like this con- the the strange bedfellows comment that Cliff kept talking about about you know being willing to work with these people and pull them in. I think what was um, frustrating was because Nick correctly says this is the group of people we need to pull in. We need to get Jessica. We need to get Nicole. We need to, you know, with Cliff, Sam, myself, um, and Bella, we need to pull this group in. And yet I saw no effort to actually accomplish that throughout the entire day. Um, and so we still have sort of these small pairs of like awkward interactions um, between those that are in the minority. And so that does not give me hope they will be able to coalesce and come together. Um, but uh, but you know who knows depending on how the video goes yeah uh, you know we'll talk about it a little later as well but I think there's still a strong desire from both Nick and Bella to be with the cool kids that they like it's difficult for them to admit that they are not one of the cool kids and that they were rejected from them. And so part of them wants to blame Nicole. Oh, it's Nicole's fault that we got kicked out and now we're on the outs and and we're going to take shots and all of that stuff. But they still, I think, want to be with the cool kids. And that's why I'm worried that this anger might not last long enough for this to be a permanent split. Uh, Nick is later going to talk to Sam saying, it sucks that we have to work with the the dregs like like we have to work with Jess and Cat like oh my god um you know he's he's very appreciative of Cliff Cliff saved them he says he will be loyal to Cliff but he does not want he doesn't he doesn't want to work with Cat and Jess he wants to work with Sis and you know and these people uh and so you know, for as for as much as Tommy is unable to get out of his headspace of let's reunite these people, I do think that there is a danger that it could happen, uh, you know, a little bit uh, down the line if some time passes and some cir- circumstances um, permit it. So um, I am worried about that with Nick and Bella. But right now, right now, they're on our side. But just don't don't put too much faith in them. <laughs> Yeah, right. Exactly. I mean, that was kind of what I was hoping for with all the momentum of Cliff coming back in, Cliff winning. We rally up all the kids on the out and we're going to go after the the cool kids. We're going to go after the six. And I think that that is a little bit of a pipe dream um, just based on the details that I saw from uh, from people like Nick. Um, and so that uh, is a little frustrating, um, but uh, I, I don't know. They need a, the problem is that they need a leader. 
They, they need someone that will actually come in and pull them all together. And I think, like you said about Nick and Bella still wanting to kind of work with the cool kids, although Bella maybe less so. Um, definitely Nick with his relationship with Sis. I mean, that's just such a strong pull for him. So he even talks about like, oh, no, I think we can pull in Sis. Like Sis will we'll definitely we can pull her in like on our side. Just once we get rid of Jack, we can pull her in. So the read on the house is a little not great. Yes. Uh, so, I mean, which is an interesting position for Sis, because uh, if Jack does end up leaving this week, then she's actually, I think, in a much better spot than before, uh, yeah. with both sides wanting to work with her and protect her and bring her down to the end and no longer having a target on her back. Um, but of course, she's going to be dragged to that good spot, kicking and screaming because she's Sis. Yeah, I mean, and it's because she's not a threat at all. Yeah. <laughs> so. It's just like, uh, just get ready for, you know, dealing with her for the rest of the season. Jack goes. I'll, pre- I'll, I'll prepare myself. I'll put my big girl pants on. And we'll get ready for this. <laughs> um, so, uh, so let's see here. Cliff talks to Cliff is talking to Nicole. Um, she gets it. We should be going after the six. Um, Nicole is like, it sucks, though, because I felt like, you know, the six, they're pulling me in and I feel like I finally landed somewhere. And now it's probably like still not landing somewhere, but it completely makes sense. We're doing the right thing. Cliff says, you keep working them. I'm going to keep working this side. Uh, you know, we can we can come together at some point. Hopefully we get to some kind of end game with the outcasts and uh, we're able to make something happen. We can take out Nick and Bella down the line um, and uh, and everything will be all right. So that's the, that's the plan. Nicole is going to continue to to be reeled in by the six and uh, and be on their side uh, in the same way that cat is getting reeled in by the outsiders. Um, they are both acting as uh, as sort of rats at the moment. Yeah, I mean, I think when you have a situation where it is a clear like six people voting in one direction to blindside another group of people to save somebody like actually the lines are pretty clearly drawn just on paper. Um, and so I think that that's sort of what they're thinking about where Nicole, you know, oh, they, they say the six saved me. So clearly based on paper, I would be with them. And so I can try to continue to be with them, get information from them, you know, and then and Cliff being the one blindsided and evicted could then clearly be on the other side. And so, like I said, at least on paper, it like sets them up as diametrically opposed. Um, but they thankfully are able to, you know, come together and talk about how they might want to try to be rats and, or, you know, at least Nicole and, uh, and get information from that side and then actually work together moving forward. Yeah. And, and Nicole, is is has been put in that position she doesn't want to be in that position because it's not the best position this is she is a tool being used she's now in the cat position like that's not where nicole wants to be she wants to be in a group working for her toward her end game not separated from the group that she might end up in the end game with um it does present her with some more opportunities though uh depending on how things play out so it'll be interesting to see but uh it's definitely it's not nicole's ideal placement given that she just she wants to feel like comfortable and be around people she likes um but you know 
yeah, game sometimes. Well, I mean, I get it. And also the fact is, is that that six, yes, they saved you, but they didn't tell you that they were going to save you. And so it's not like she has all this trust with these six people, right? So uh, it is still sort of almost like, you know, the the planet and like the six is the planet. And she's just like the moon circling around. She's like, they're like, hey, guys. Um, so it's not like, yeah, like they're super tight. Um, and it's kind of a precarious position to be in balancing between um, these groups. Yes. So we finally get to the nomination ceremony. We get to the nomination ceremony and um, it's happened. It's happened. Jack and Jackson are on the block. Jack and Jackson are nominated for eviction. It's very very happy fun times because Jack and Jackson are on the block. <laughs> Seems Orwell is very happy as well. <laughs> Orwell is extremely pleased uh, because we're going to get a wonderful moment where Jack is talking with Tommy in the storage room and he is like, you know what I just realized is if I don't win the veto, then I'll still be on the block next to Jackson. And if I'm a dick to people now, then they're not going to vote to keep me next to Jackson and I'll be voted out. It was like seeing the wheels turning like very slowly and they were clearly rusted, but he was getting there realizing how big brother works. Yes. And that was truly lovely. He hasn't see. had to play big brother because he's been playing big twists for for a month and he hasn't had to worry about the actual game of big brother and he's finally realizing it and it's so lovely uh he does say that uh you know once the veto is won he can be a dick again yeah <laughs> oh, okay good that didn't last long <laughs> but then tommy's like but then you got to worry about next week you should never be a dick and he's like ah oh, surely Surely that's not how it works. That doesn't make sense. I've been a dick my whole life. Hmm. Yeah, and it always works out for me. I don't know. Yeah. I don't get it, Tommy. I don't know that's if this I, is right. That's why I'm alone with my dog. <laughs> you know, it like works out in life. Um, yeah, no, that was so good. And when we uh, came back from the nomination ceremony, there was also crying. And there was there's this video, or I guess it's just a still out there of a single tear rolling down Jack's face. It is just poetic. Yeah. Yeah, baby moment. Just the single tear. We're really going to get lovely. another conversation between Jack and Tommy and Jack is just like, you know, if things don't, things don't work out, I think that's, that's fine. You know, I, I was thinking that, you know, I miss, I forget his dog's name. I miss my dog and I'm going to go yeah. back and I'm going to, be back with my dog soon so you know that's 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 a win too that's a w for me so uh you know i'm just i'm just you know thinking maybe it's time maybe it's time to go see my dog again at least he gets to go home and see his dog yes oh man all of the hardships in this house i mean really it's amazing that they're all still in there that's the dog's name yes oh so sad Single yeah. Uh, and to- Tommy is also going to be, be crying uh, with him. It's, uh, it's, it's so sad how, how much you miss your dog, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> is that what he was crying about? How 
think that that's what it was. Um, but yes, Tommy is a little obsessed with Jack. And so, uh, you know, he, he just, he just empathizes so much. Mm. He can't help, but also shed some tears about the situation. Yes. Uh, I think Christy was also sniveling at least a little bit. It was kind of hard to keep track of everybody crying, but, um, they're very upset. And meanwhile, Jackson like storms off to the DR. So, you know, I don't know. Maybe he's crying in there too. Maybe. Uh, Jack is also going to uh, throw away uh, Cliff's cereal boxes. Okay. Did this? Okay. This actually did happen because I heard other people talking about it, but I must have missed it. Yeah, they talked about it. So, but then Cliff did have his cereal boxes and I didn't know how he got them back. Uh, if they talk to Jack and they uh, like if, if he threw them away, then he can probably just get them out of the trash can and put them back. I don't know if they made Jack do that or if they did it themselves or if Cliff did it or if he never did it in the first place and only talked about doing it. But at the very least, there was talk of slash actually doing throwing away Cliff's cereal boxes, which he wanted to use to turn into a like a space helmet thing because it's the the like uh, the anniversary of the moon landing and he wanted to you know uh, pull a chicken George or whatever mm-hmm. yeah he was working on it last night too he was yes. making something out of these boxes I'm being, to- um, I'm being told Nick is the one that took them out of the, the trash can Nick took them out of the trash oh okay well you know it's a closed house so I don't know where it's not like Jackson is allowed to like go out behind the lot and throw them away in a bin so um, but yeah that was um, it was really mature of Jackson yeah. to act out. Well, yeah. It was Jack, wasn't it? Or J- Jack, I thought I think- Jack's, was it Jack or Jackson? This is why they call him Mitchie. <laughs> whatever. Jack. I think it was, it was Jack. Yes. Jack. And Sam was talking about it. That's yeah. what I have. I think there was also talk of Jackson trying to mess with things, but I'm pretty sure Jack yeah. is the one that did it. Yeah, Jackson later talks about how he takes really long showers and uses up all the hot water and how he's like a regular Russell Hans just in there messing with people. Um, but yes. Okay, that was Jack with the cereal boxes. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, and I think that was before he came to the realization that he shouldn't be a dick to people. Yes. <laughs> I think so. I think it was like right after. Yeah, it was like right after the ceremony before the wheels really started to turn. It was probably so. the thing that made him realize, hmm, maybe I shouldn't. Mm-hmm. Maybe I shouldn't have done this. But then, of course, he doesn't do anything to rectify the situation. Nick no. then ends up out of the trash. So Why okay. would he rectify the situation, Liana? That would be messing with the situation that uh, <laughs> was already rectified by throwing the cereal boxes away in the first place. That's true. I forgot he had already solved the problem. Yeah. Uh, so um chrissy's gonna be talking with the six shooters and sam and nick are gonna be in the room as well she says she's not going or so sorry sorry she says she is going to use her power um all we need to do just one of us needs to win veto and i will use my power and we'll put someone else on the block that's (laughs) definitely not nick or sam who are in the room right now uh we're gonna do this we're gonna make this happen um but then after they leave she's talking to nick and she says i'm actually not gonna use the power it's uh why would i do that i'm keeping it for myself i'm gonna say that they were pressuring me uh just like they did in week one and then i'm not gonna use it and uh and nick is like great and nick kind of believes her sam definitely believes her bella does not believe her 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's really hard to keep track of like who Christy told she was or was not going to use the power to. Um, so definitely to Nick and to Sam. I mean, she's saying like, I'm I'm not going to use it. I'm definitely not going to use it. I'm going to say that they were bullying me, uh, which is just uh, the word bully. I mean, I don't know if there's something in the air of that household that just makes the word bully always constantly be used for so many different things. Um, but so that's stop was, bullying them. <laughs> yeah, I can, I can hear it now. Um, and so, yeah, so she definitely is trying to say like, oh, don't worry. I'm definitely not, you know, I'm not going to use it. I'm not going to use it. And uh, like, thankfully, Bella is at least somewhat suspicious of the situation. Although to be 100% honest, I have no idea what Christy would do. I really genuinely don't. <laughs> well, she's <laughs> going to talk to Tommy later in the night. And I think that will give us a little bit of a hint, at least. Um, but I do think I, I, I think it, you're right in that. I don't think, again, this is what I was talking about when we started the, the podcast. I don't think she realizes the limitations of her power when it comes to saving herself and the benefits of her power when it comes to using it this week. And so, uh, you know, we'll talk, we'll talk about where, uh, where, where her head is at with that, where it actually is at, um, later on when she talks to Tommy. Um, but, uh, but first, Holly's going to talk with, or sorry, Kat's going to talk with Holly and Jackson and, uh, Kat is just like, I think being intentionally obtuse. Or maybe just being regularly obtuse, uh, where Jackson's on the block and she's like, this is fine. You, this is what you wanted, right? And he's like, no. <laughs> you like, volunteered. This you'll is be all- safe. There's, there's like a back door or something, right? Like Vito's going to work out. Like he's like, no, this is bad. And she's like, what? Really? Yeah, I'm I'm not entirely sure what the purpose of this conversation was. I mean, if she was actually playing and trying to get information, like, good on Kat. Um, but, I mean, yeah, she essentially is saying, like, well, if, if you pick me for the veto, yeah, I'll definitely take you off. Uh, you know, I, I, oh, yeah. well, we don't want you to go home. Holly and Jackson are going to tell her, like, to make sure she keeps working the other side and uh, and, and making sure that they think that she's with them. Uh, at which point she she does, she asks, like, well, can I use the veto on you then? Uh, if I win it, and they're like, "Oh yeah, you should definitely be using the veto on on, uh, on Jackson." Um, so that's that's that. Cat says she wants to use the veto on Jackson. Now, Cat is another person. Uh, not you, you don't always know where her head is at. My inclination is that uh, she is actually with. Uh, Jackson Holly. Um, not only does she have the outside connection with Holly, but I do think that she still has, you know, she has that like on and off relationship with like loving Jackson and hating him because he dumped her. Uh, and so there's a little bit of a thing there, but she's still with them. She still tells them a lot of information, more information than she tells the other side. Um, and she is going to have a, a conversation later in the day, which implied to me again that she does want Jackson to stay in the game. And that's important. It's very important because, uh, you know, phase two of talking about Christie's diamond power of veto. If Christie uses the diamond power of veto and uses it to put up Bella or Sam, or it's going to be either Bella or Sam, which we'll talk about, um, then the votes are going to be very tight. Uh, they need six votes to evict. There are 10 votes, um, just like last week because Cliff came back into the house. And so, they need six votes with um, uh, to stay. And so they will have, uh, let's say it's, you know, Jack and Jackson on the block. Let's say Jack comes down. Bella goes up. Um, they would have uh, sis, Jack, Holly, 
Christy, Tommy. That's five. Mm-hmm. They need a sixth vote to send Bella or Sam home. And Kat would be that vote. Um, and Kat's been, Kat is pretending to be on the other side and they think that they would have Kat's vote, but it's, it would be five, five if Kat voted with the outcasts and then Cliff would break the tie to send, uh, Jackson home in that particular instance or, or Jack home if Jack was still the one on the block. And so they need to have Kat's vote and I don't think that they have it. Uh, and that's, that's something that we have to keep tracking as the week goes on. Yeah, I mean, something that was really frustrating to me yesterday was what I mentioned earlier about, okay, let's get together all of the misfits and let's make something more solid because right now all the connections are just... I mean, loose at best. And I think that Kat, which I, I completely co-signed, I think that she is probably more along on the side of Jackson and Holly. Uh, and she would probably, if it was Jackson on the block, would want to keep him. Um, and so I think that, you know, I don't know who it is that really needs to like pull Kat in and make sure that she is on the side of the misfits. Um, but she is potentially going to be the swing vote this week. Yes. And I do think that if Kat goes that way, exposing herself, she probably pulls Jess in as well, to be honest. Jess also loves Jackson. Jess loves Christy. Um, you know, Cliff has talked about how Jess should be working with them, but Jess's head's in the clouds. Like she's going to go along with Kat and, and Jackson and Christy and Tommy. And I think that it will turn into a, you know, a six to four vote to a seven to three vote. And, uh, and all of a sudden it is back to uh, business as usual. And that will be very unfortunate. Oh my gosh. Uh, there was a conversation last night with Jess, Tommy and Christy. And I just wanted to, I'd like, Jess, come on. Like, I need more from you. And I think that because she has such a strong relationship with Christy and with, um, with Jackson, if it's, if it's them, if it's not Jack as the target, I definitely think Jess would, like you said, go along with Kat and, and stay on that side. And so, uh, so we're not going to have the misfits upset. So that, well, wow, let's not put that out into the world. That would be like worst case scenario. And I think it's actually kind of likely. Gosh, Darren, goodness. What did I just tell you? What, what does Christy say about man? You have to manifest your own destiny and whatnot. Uh, you know, like I, did, I manifested the cliff HOH win and come back with, with Orwell. So maybe it's true. See it like Jack. Jack was walking around the house saying dead man walking. Christy told him not to do that because you manifest your own destiny. So let's not put this out in the world because I do not want that to happen. It is funny, uh, like how Twitter works, where um, I, I had a tweet that was the Jacks are on the block. It's time to party. And that has sixteen hundred likes right now. And then the following tweet that I made right after it. All right. Bad news uh, is that uh, Christy and uh, has the diamond power veto she's going to use it that is 200 likes <laughs> big disparity between uh how well the tweets do and <laughs> what news you're delivering uh very much like the big brother house where <laughs> the, they like to shoot the messenger yes lots of angry comments on that tweet as well <laughs> i'm sure and uh, yeah and directed at you um <laughs> for just saying that this might be a thing that's happening hey guys Fair warning. Like, <laughs> I understand that Jack and Jackson are on the block right now and we're all really happy, but let's be prepared for the potential fallout of Christy using her power and, uh, you know, Nick or Bella going home. Yes. 
All right. So, uh, so, so Nick is going to talk to Sam. This is when they're talking about, uh, how they're realizing they're not the cool kids anymore. They're stuck with the bottom feeders and it sucks, but they have to work with Kat and Jess, uh, and, you know, see where that goes. And really, the problem here is that I, I don't think, as we talked about, I don't think they have Kat and Jess. And, uh, and even if they think that they, that Kat and Jess have to work with them, players don't always operate on logic uh, because that's what they're like. Even Cliff and Nicole are falling into this trap. They're like, well, obviously Kat and Jess have to work with us. There's no other option. There's no way that those two would just glob on to the already existing six where they are very much at the bottom, especially because of how tight that six is. Surely, surely they would never do that. They have no choice but to work with us. And the answer to that is uh, there's always a choice in Big Brother, especially when you're talking about recruits. <laughs> yeah, I I think the the whole basis of I mean even Cliff is talking about like my emotions are telling me one thing but rationally I have to go this way and so thinking that that's the same logic that everyone else is going to apply to this situation is flawed especially when you're dealing with people like Jess or like Kat and you can see the people that they're hanging out with like I don't know if if uh, Nick thinks that you know oh of course they're just going to go with the math like those relationships mean nothing like what that doesn't make any sense so that's what I was saying is like I go get them go like make relationships and like tell them that this is what's going on because meanwhile like Jess is having the conversation with Tommy and Christy and they're doing good work to like continue to bond with Jess whereas like Sam and Nick are just like hanging out uh, talking about how well it's us versus them like of course we all have to work together like can you tell your theoretical allies that because they don't know this and and the problem is when you try to tell them they get offended yeah (laughs) what i'm not an outsider how dare you exactly so you're not gonna be able you have to come up with branding it's all about branding okay not misfits can't call yourself misfits it's like the new and improved alliance right like you're Mm. cool you're you know uh, sexy everybody wants to be in this alliance super Um, grateful so we are just super grateful yes um i don't know how good the sequel will be um so i don't know if we want to do that but yeah god it's so frustrating Mm. so nick and sis are gonna talk some uh they talk about how they you know would like you know just general like a little bit of flirtiness a little bit of general what usually happens between nick and sis uh sis mentions that she doesn't trust bella she she trusts nick it's just bella she doesn't trust bella and nick says don't worry about bella i can convince her to not target you um and and we can you know we can make something work we can you know maybe work with each other down the line we don't have to be targeting each other so there is this connection sis is one of the people that um they do feel like nick and sam at least do feel like they can work with um of course when nick brings this up to bella she's gonna be like what no Come you on. can't talk. Don't tell her. What are you? Wh- didn't we talk about sis? <laughs> yeah. When, like, no, you know fine. what? When sis takes you guys out, I'm gonna laugh. <laughs> I know. Like, <laughs> I did, but like Nick is gonna listen to Bella because also then there's the whole thing about like, well, we're not like we're not that close. Like, I'm playing my own game. Yeah. yeah. Okay. <laughs> it's like I I lied to her for the first time today. 
Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Nick. You did such a great job at making me not feel jealous. You lied to her for the first time today. Yeah. He's uh, he's, he's really proud of himself for that one. Like, see? See? All right, Nick. Mm. All right. So... Uh, so let's see here. Um, Holly's going to talk with Kat. This is the conversation that really convinced me. Kat is, uh, I mean, not that I was like not convinced before, but like more evidence in my opinion, that Kat is with Jackson, uh, and, and Holly, Holly is talking about the difficulties that she's having in terms of her relationship with Jackson. She's wondering how worth it it is in the game to be connected to him. It's making her a target and it's, uh, it's something that she has to, uh, contend with down the road um you know toward the end game if he does stay that you know he probably can beat her in the end she doesn't know how to handle that as well and she even just kind of considers like well i mean maybe maybe it's a good thing for me if he just leaves this week maybe it would be okay and cat is like no no you no that's not no we need we need him we need to keep him um like if if cat was like secretly working against them i feel like she would have taken this opportunity to be like yeah i i guess maybe you're right i had never thought of that before right i mean play on her own Mm. thoughts like push that forward because then you still have your relationship with holly you get out one of the six right so if yes agree with you if she was actually working with the other side then i think well that's the logical move that would be made. So maybe, I don't know. Um, but that was very interesting to hear Kat essentially like reassure Holly, like, no, you know, Jackson should stay, even though Holly is questioning that and questioning how her relationship with him impacts her position in the game. Mm-hmm. So Tommy is going to talk with Christy. Um, now, Tommy is going to be a big old crybaby sore loser here. <laughs> um Oh, I'm just so disappointed in Cliff. I just, I really expected him to be better than this, that he knew that he was not on the top of the target list, and now he is on the top of the target list, and I just, I just expected him to be somebody that just went along with what we wanted and didn't fight back, because that's the safer play, and it turns out he's not, and that is very disappointing. (laughs) Yeah, the six seem to have some sort of collective amnesia where they've forgotten that they voted Cliff out <laughs> um, because they're so indignant about the fact that he would do something like that. Um, so I think disappointing. Just oh my gosh! I think even like like Jackson was saying at some point like something about uh, Cliff. Oh, I can't remember exactly what it was. But it was like, uh, oh yeah, he's he's not doing the backdoor plan. He's not backdooring anyone. That's him being cowardly and not getting blood on his hands. Like, <laughs> wait, I'm sorry, what? Mm-hmm. like that doesn't even make any sense but then like you're gonna be indignant about the situation so um yeah that's a very odd um uh frame of of mind that they've decided to put themselves in when it comes to cliff's decision yeah um christy though says in regards to her power she is not willing to go out on a limb for jackson that if Somebody is going to use the veto on Jackson or if Jackson wins it himself, she is not or sorry, if Jackson wins it himself, sorry, she will only use the diamond power of veto if this is why it doesn't make sense. Because I'm trying to explain it and it doesn't make any sense. She's she says she's only willing to use it to save Jack. But 
the way that it would save Jack is if Jackson came off the block. So if somebody was taking Jackson off, then she would need to use it so that somebody went up next to Jack that would keep him safe. But what she says is that she will only use it if the person is taking Jack off the block, uh, which is the wrong way to look at maybe i misheard her but i'm pretty sure that's what she said and it doesn't make sense and maybe she'll figure it out but uh the the general and i'm i'm sure she will figure it out because they'll have more time to think about it but the general gist of this is that she is only willing to use her power to save jack and not jackson she is not willing to extend expend her power to save jackson it's not worth it to her she does not feel close enough to him he is not enough of a benefit to her game so she is willing to let him go yeah, so this this is what is clear to me is her intent of only wanting to save Jack and not Jackson, like you said. The reason why I'm confused about what she would do, even though I understand her intent, is because of this super confusing nonsense of like, wait, okay, so if she wants to save Jack, that means she has to... You, they, they need to use it on Jackson to get someone else put up that will go home instead of Jack. And so that's why it's confusing because I think I heard the same thing that she would talk about... It, she would only use it if Jack was going to get taken off the block. But I don't think she remembers that the veto is also just a regular veto as well. Like it has its own power that you yeah. can take Jack off the block and save him and you don't have to renom someone. Um, so, yes. So that's why it's still confusing because I'm not sure if she like completely understands exactly what her power is and how it works and the way to use it effectively to get what she wants. Um, but I think it's clear what she wants and that is to save Jack. Yeah, I'm only willing to use my power to save Jack. So I'm only willing to use it if the person is saving Jack. But if they're saving Jack, he's already saved. Yes, you yes. don't need to use the power. Mm. Uh, so I'm, I'm sure they will figure it out because these things you know once they once you actually start thinking about the actual things you tend to figure them out and she's thinking about it theoretically right now but yeah very uh very strange there christy still wants to go after nick and bella next they're still her main targets here but tommy still would love to target sam and cliff first uh now cliff is on the radar as well and the reasoning being that Sam and Cliff are the people that can win competitions. They are more dangerous. And he still feels like he'll be able to reel Nick and Bella back into the fold if they uh, if they are able to, like, make a power move. So, like, say Christy uses her diamond power veto. They get Sam on the block. That's what Tommy wants. And he's going to pitch that to the rest of the alliance. Um, and most of them agree. And uh, if they get Sam on the block, they send Sam home this week. Now, the Nick and Bella, you know, group has been uh, crippled. They still have Kat. They still probably have Jess. And now it's just Cliff, Nick, Bella. Uh, if Tommy goes to Nick and Bella and says, look, we want Cliff out, um, he feels like he can pull Nick and Bella back in. And as frustrating as that is, I do feel like that would work. I do feel like he is stuck on that plan more than just that bit though uh, i think he might want to try this even if he's not in that killer position and that's where i think he will fail if he is uh if he is too stuck on wanting to reinvent uh or sort of go back to where he was when he was in such a great spot so i think that tommy is like i said floundering a bit here but i also worry that this could 
work and we might get back to status quo if if he succeeds and this is again why i wanted him and christy on the block because i think they are the only people capable of making something like that happen yeah i mean the thing is is that the logic is actually not that flawed if you just think about the game pieces Mm -hmm. i think right now with the way it looks because you have nick and bella saying like we want to go after Christy. Um, and then you have Sam saying, I want to work with Christy. It looks bad in this immediate moment because it's like, oh, you have, I'm sorry, you want to go after the person who really wants to work with you and save you. And yet you are going to target people who um, are uh, save people that are like coming for you. So um, I think that that, at least in this moment, looks really bad. Um, but I think that he, he hasn't done anything terrible yet. <laughs> and yeah, so it's just talk right now. It's just talk right now. And so depending on how opinions change you know if nick and bella do still feel like they want to work with the cool kids then you know that um Tommy's plan would be perceived differently than if they were still harboring anger towards him. I think some of the other things, like some of the details of what Tommy was talking about, like wanting to tell Nick beforehand that they were going to like backdoor Bella, like some of these details also send up red flags. But thankfully for him, he hasn't actually done any of them yet. Like you said, it's all been talk. Yes. And uh, and I think one of the uh, funniest parts about it is that for a while, he hasn't trusted, and most of them haven't trusted Nick and Bella. And now that Nick and Bella are actually against them, they are starting to trust Nick and Bella a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, it seems they really took it well. They seem to still really want to work with us. Maybe we can work with them. Yeah, right. I mean, that's why it's so funny about being able to read and, and empathize with other people and realize, like, hey, <laughs> like, you now you just blindsided them on live TV. Hmm, maybe they don't appreciate that. I don't know. It's like some weird form of like backwards day, like mm. crisscross up in here wearing jeans backwards. Like, what? Don't get it. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Jack tells the six shooters about his power. And that he will use his power to redraw the veto draw um, if two of six shooters are not chosen. So we're going to get the veto draw, uh, I imagine, today. And um, I think I think feeds are down right now. Yes. Potentially for probably. it or it's a wake up call. I'm not sure. Uh, probably something along those lines, but we'll probably find out soon. Um, and Jack's Jack's plan is if. So obviously three people get picked for the veto. There's there are three people already playing. If two of those people are not additional six shooters, he is going to try and redraw and see where that gets them. Um, so this obviously makes it even more likely that one of the six shooters will win and that Christy can use her veto and things are not great for everyone. Uh, however, um, we might I, I we might get a situation because Jack's power is so bad where like one six shooter gets drawn and then he uses the redraw and then no six shooters get drawn and that would be very fun. Yeah, that would be really great. I think also especially because you have two already up on the block. So that means you only have four to potentially pull from. And so, you know, uh no expert at math, but I think that probabilities would tell you that it is very likely that you would have a worse outcome if you decide to use your power. I mean, God, it's just such a terrible power. I mean, really, truly garbage. Like it does. It, there is no guarantee of any benefit. Like you could. It's truly a gamble. You can use it and make things worse. Um, you know, the the other thing is that Jackson does say like, well, Cat would be a good person to have place. Like maybe if she was up there, don't use it. Um, but uh, yeah. 
yeah, we'll know whether or not he chose to use it after uh, after we get back from the veto draw. Yes, uh, and it it is it is more likely that it does help, but just uh, not. <laughs> Not like super light. It's not very effective. Um, no. But uh, Jack Jackson is a little bit upset that uh, that Jack didn't tell him about his power. Uh, what did you tell me, bro? And Jackson is going to admit to being the rogue vote in the, in this conversation. And Tommy is going to, like I said, make sure that everyone is aware that uh, that Sam talked to Cliff multiple times. That's going to be one of his. Uh, he's going to ring that bell a lot. That hey, Sam was up there talking to Cliff multiple times and he's right sam was absolutely up there he was pushing toward these these nominations and uh and he's going to get a decent amount of them if they won the veto and christy used the diamond that they would be putting sam on the block so sam is definitely in danger uh christy would love to put bella on the block so bella is also in danger if the diamond power veto comes into play yeah, I think, uh, you know, it seems like Sam would be the majority um, would want Sam to go up. I know Jackson talked about it. Tommy talked about it. Um, Christy, if she has her say, would want Bella up there. I think one of the concerns about Sam is like, oh, well, is Sam actually going to go home? And I think that that's highly dependent on who he's up against. So I really think if it is Jack that stays on the block. I think Jack might go home potentially. Um, if it's Jackson, though, I really highly think that Jackson would be staying. But I think there are a lot of variables variables in play about whether or not you know who wins veto, whether or not Christy chooses to use her power, and then who would go up as the replacement nom. So um, it does get complicated. But hopefully, after we figure out who won the veto, then we can have a clearer picture of how this week might play out. Yeah, I mean, they'd be relying on Cat's vote either way. So obviously, if Jackson mm-hmm. remains in the block, then it's very likely that Jack. Jackson stays. Uh, it's more likely that Kat votes Jack out because I do think she wants Jack out. Um, but she would have to vote uh, directly against what Holly and Jackson tell her to do and really just like completely separate herself from that group. And I, I have a hard time seeing her do that. So, um, you know, it's more likely, but I still feel like uh, like Sam would go if he was up next to Jack personally. Um, so uh, that's about what we have for you, unless there's anything else, Liana, that you had. Rather die on my feet than live on my knees. Oh, and then Christy said it later in the night. No. Uh, <laughs> we do have we do have Ovi on Twitter. Uh, he said, "Big Brother bucket list: play a bad strategic game, warn the eight personal alliance that there's an eight personal alliance forming, and win a powerful power, but trust way too many people." Um, so uh, that's what uh, that's what Ovi said. And I also just saw that Kemi just like seven minutes ago tweeted um, for the first time, and she said, "Thank you to, to everyone for all the love and support this season. Uh, I'm extremely disappointed and disgusted by the behavior I'm being made aware of that has occurred thus far in the Big Brother house. The degrading and threatening comments made by some." house guests and laughed at by others are outrageous and hard to see. I'm saddened to be associated with such a negative display of human character and I'm horrified that this is now part of my life story. It's unfortunate how this season has transpired thus far and while I appreciate the support, I do ask that the negative comments that have been made in my defense stop. I do not want that to perpetuate the same ne- I do not want to perpetuate the same neg- negativity that I received in the house. Kisses, Kemi. Oh, good for her. Um, the uh, the thing that I love the most, I think, about Rob's exit interviews was when he told her, Kemi, about um, uh, Tommy and Christy knowing oh, each other. So good. Just like, wait, rewind. She's like, no, this interview uh, is pausing here. We need to talk about this. Yeah, like the 
fork. That's not fair. Like, oh, it was, it was so good. It was so good. Um, if you haven't checked those out, definitely uh, listen to Rob's exit interviews. They're up now. Really good. Yes. All right. So uh, make sure you follow Ovi and Kemi. I know David is on Instagram. I haven't seen him on Twitter yet. Um, so uh, and I, I believe that uh, Kemi may be referring to some of the comments David has been receiving on Instagram uh, that he has been uh, a bit a bit attacked is what I've seen um, because uh, because he said that Kemi was hard to live with um, or I, I don't want to presume mm-hmm. to know why they're attacking him. But uh, I, I would imagine that's part of what she's talking about. Um, Kemi such a sweetheart i love her make sure you follow her on twitter uh and ovi as well of course and uh that's what we have for you today we did it we did it we did long it. one there's a lot to talk long. about it was happy lots of happy things yeah much happier day than last week yeah, yeah just grateful Ugh. <laughs> all right so thank you for joining us you can find me on twitter at armstrong taren you can find me on uh, instagram taren underscore armstrong armstrong you can find me on twitch twitch.tv slash taren armstrong uh liana where can people find you uh, you can find me on social media at Liana Boris, L-I-A-N-A-B-O-R-A-A-S. Uh, Mike and I are going to be recording the B&B tonight. Um, so coming back for the R-H-A-P-B-B-B-N-B, baby. So we are going to be recording with Matt Liguori. Um, We have some really fun games planned. We're going to dip into Casuals Corner, talk about things that take about 45 seconds for some reason. And um, I think it's going to be a really good time. So definitely look out for that. All right. Good stuff. All right. So thank you once again for joining us and uh myself and orwell we'll see you next time i think i think orwell will be a staple until uh the cliff hoh ends you had quite an entrance yesterday <laughs> i was um if you haven't watched the video go back and check out the video as uh the taryn puya friday update as puya just sits there sipping um taryn has a surprise entrance so <laughs> <laughs> very extra lovely <laughs> uh I, I i do my best to to entertain the masses <laughs> thank you job. thank you guys so much for uh, for joining us we'll see you next time <laughs> <laughs>